Afternoon, morning, and evening, depending on what time you are listening to this and what part of the country you are in, or other countries you may be in. We're, you know, you know, we're a big hit out in uh, Australia. That's excellent. Yeah, you know, I was, I was surprised that we made it all the way down under. Yeah, um, I've always wanted to visit there. Never been. Well, maybe we have some listeners that will let you. Uh, Chill out in their bungalow or something. Bungalows? A bungalow is popular? I I don't know. I mean, I would like to chill at a bungalow. It does just sound more more appealing when you say bungalow, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It does. I agree. Being in real estate for so long, I've 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 gotten to the point now where it's just it just is. Charming bungalow. Yeah, a a quaint and charming bungalow. Hidden in the beautiful woods of wherever you would hide a bungalow. Uh, speaking of bungalows, yes. What's happening with the housing market right now? It's starting to it's starting to level out. Starting to cool. No. What's it doing? Un, uh, you know, so last night the evictions have come up. Um, as far as the restrictions on that. So I'm excited to see where that takes us and really start figuring that piece out. Now, the other half of that, um, the market itself has just been absolutely just booming. And I think we're all pretty much um, on the same page with that. It's, It's depending on what part of, of the, you know, let's just say we're in Georgia, depending on what part of Georgia you're in, it really kind of determines how things are moving. And so, and on the South side of Atlanta, um, there's a lot more opportunity. We're seeing a lot more homes come on the market. So that's showing us that a lot of, a lot of buyers have, have pulled out of, um, have pulled out of the market. Right. Um, and so that has allowed us to, you know, have a lot more opportunity in that. And we're running through that whole aspect, uh, on the North side, it's, it's still rocking and rolling. There has not been as much, um, as much buyers pulling out of the market. So that that's left us with a lot more, uh, as far as that goes. So it's, it's all kind of, there's hot spots and there's cold spots, cooler spots. What I found interesting is I'm seeing a lot more people that have investment properties. Yeah. They're, they're putting those up. I mean, they're just like, man, the number's too good. Yeah. I mean, once you get to that point, man, you know, if, if you, if you realize that you've got a rental property that's bringing in, let's just say $1,500 a month. And now you've got um, 50 grand in equity in it. You know, it's hard not to. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so hard not to. Yeah. So, you know, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, I I think, you know, those people, they're going to probably sit on that cash. Mm -hmm. 
And then as soon, and then you know, eventually when the market drops back down, they'll buy back in. Buy low, sell high, right? Yeah, you know, and that and that's the thing. I mean, the property that we bought, um, oh gosh, last year, I guess it's it's already sitting at 40 50 grand in equity yeah it's awesome easy whereas you know it's it's you have to look at it it's a large part of this is the inflation that we're seeing and we're seeing the tip of it yeah. we are seeing the tip of it that's the crazy part as as this shit starts moving on and we start seeing more activity as as far as the inflation goes as well as the demand you know, it's shit's about to get real, real, really weird. Um, and not just in Georgia. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the, that's the tough spot is, you know, like, you know, you're fighting increasing inflation. So it's it like, so me, for example, it makes me not want to sit on, like, it makes me realize I'm probably making a, a mistake sitting on cash. Yeah. Because in, inflation's fighting your dollar. Exactly. You know, your dollar's becoming worth less. But on the other hand, it's like, man, these are weird times. It makes me want to reserve. You know, it but, makes me want to hold that that cash to the side um, just as a good CYA, you know? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. So, I, you know, we've it's not going to be anything crazy like 2007. Um, no one really expects that 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 kind of crash or anything like that. What we're what we're expecting is the simple fact that people are going to be having to pay a lot more for a lot a lot more things. And you're seeing mm-hmm. that you know we went down to the deli the other day, and it was as you know three dollars higher than what it what you know what what it was three four weeks ago, and that's all based off. They even had a sign you know, due to, um, I guess it was very simply just put like due to inflation and supply and demand, we're having to increase on, on our prices. It's unfortunate that we have to pass this on to the customers, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, so we're seeing this from deli meat all the way up to real estate. Yeah. Now the other conversation to this is looking at it in the sense of Yes, if your dollar is going to be worth less long term, then what is going to increase naturally? Yeah, real estate. Objects and real estate. So in what way can you invest in these things and start making some more money? Because now your $25,000 investment just turned to 50 to 60 in two years yeah you know and so you know that's that's what i'm trying to work on right now is building up that that liquid so that i can go ahead and start turning around some some rental properties and unfortunately it's going to have to happen a lot sooner than expected yeah just for the simple fact of right now if you've got property you've got money down the line and if it's a rental property, you're pulling in cash anyways. Yeah. As, you know, as pain in the ass as some rental properties can be. But at the end of the day, if, you, if you've got a good renter in there and you're running long-term, which a lot of these people right now who have not been able to purchase homes just due to the fact of lack of inventory, mm. 
you know, you're going to have solid renters. Those are people who want to buy houses. Yeah. And who would have bought houses. Are lease purchases still a thing? Do you still see those much? Uh, yeah. I mean, so it's, it's a thing, but right now it's just not, it's not as um, lucrative for a seller. Mm. Unless the lease purchase is on, let's say you're buying eight acres of, of land. And then on the other half of that, you've got um, an additional 10 acres that you want to sell with it. You're seeing a lot of lease purchases on that type of thing, more so than the home itself. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's wild. Like I said, I mean, there's, I kind of flip-flop, sit on the cash, don't sit on the cash, sit on the cash, don't sit on the cash, you know? Well, look at it this way. Keep enough cash to cover your ass. But if you've got more, you need to, you need, you need to invest on those things that, that long-term are going to bring in more capital. Yeah. Yeah. And what I need to do anybody, instead, instead I mean, I just need to buy another, I need, I really need to put some more focus back on just buying another agency. I mean, that's always yeah. been, you know, my go-tos and they've been the best for me. Yeah. Um, and, and then again, you are buying real estate at that point. I'm buying an asset. I don't know about real estate. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess depending on if you buy the building too. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've not done on any of them. I just buy the assets. So now spend time. Think about. Yeah. Yes. This is a good point. Really good point. Hmm. So that that's a quick little update there. As far as that goes. I don't know if I have to throw any disclaimers in there, but I can tell you what I'm doing and what the plan is on my end. Yeah, and, hit me with it. You know, that's the move. That I mean, right now is focusing on how can I either a build up enough enough liquid to buy rental property currently, um, and then what other routes are there to buy you know, property and you've got hard money, you've got mortgages, you've got, there's, there's so many opportunities out there. Um, even liquid right now, you know, if you've got enough liquid to buy properties, you may want to think about it. Yeah. Big time. Um, yeah, man, I, I like commercial, but, yeah. uh, <clears throat> I mean, I did that. I did one residential rental property, which you, you know, yep. you, you help with and, um, man, I did not like it, but I guess, I mean, let's be real. It was only one, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I didn't really give it much time. Right. Sold it, made a profit, you know, flipped it, made a profit, but man, I did not like that one. It was just no money in it for me. Yeah. And so it's, it, it's all about choosing, you know, you've got a lot of variables there that have to be addressed and looked into when you are calculating what that rental property is going to go for and what you're spending on it. Um, I mean, you guys had a pretty good setup on the one that you had. It was yeah. just, you were having a hard time finding a good renter. Yeah. Yeah. Market right? was definitely different at that time. It was. It was see, we now I sit there and think about it. If I had a kept it, what would I sold that sucker for to, today? You know? Yeah. Probably another 30, 40 G's. Yeah. Yeah. But nature of the beast, man. You know, you it make decisions, the, you move on. 
That's right. And you, you keep, you keep rocking and rolling. Um, and what if I, I could buy say, like a lot of like, um, you know, like six duplexes or something like that. Now that would, that would that's interest on my list. That's on yeah. my list. Yeah. Um, so duplex or quadplex was on my list as far as um, next three years. However, if the opportunity comes up and there's an opportunity that makes sense, mm-hmm. I'm perfectly fine with going down that road with said person. Are we talking about a partnership here? I think we are. Oh, man, we're, going, we're expanding past podcasts, folks. There you go. There's the start of it. Just a conversation starter. We'll talk. Yeah. Um, so, or yeah, folks, storage uh, units. I would be very interested in storage units, too. That's actually not a bad idea. I mean, if you look at how the concept has been lately, um, people are having to put their stuff in storage. And then, yeah. you know, if you buy a moving truck right now, bro, we got a price to move stuff out of our office to uh, Swanee. So from McDonough to Swanee, which I don't know, maybe that's 60 miles. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's probably like 40. $3,000 for one room of stuff. So, and for comparison, in 2018, I moved my whole house from Steinbridge to Social Circle for $1,500. Yep. Three grand for a small truck and then just to have the movers move. Maybe yeah, dude, that's not much stuff. Cubicles. Bro, yeah. they're broken down cubicles. And I explained that. I even gave them the measurements. $3,000. Jeez. So I said, yeah, screw that. I'm, I'm loading all this stuff up in the bed of my truck this weekend. Yeah. Hmm. That's wild, man. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy out there. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of money being slung around. It's, it, yeah, I mean not just being in real estate. I mean, there's, there's a lot of money being moved and there's also a lot of foreign money being moved. Hmm. And that, that's another conversation for another day between you and I, but there's a lot of foreign money moving around, which Hmm. I can break down into a little bit further once we have that conversation, but um, it's, it's very intriguing to see how things are happening. And all the benefits that people are receiving for buying rental properties for, you know, doing these types of things. It's, it's, you look long, long term, it's a weird picture. All right. So what's the takeaway, everybody? We've kind of been uh, just going back and forth on stuff. What's the takeaway? You know, this is the main thing. It's not saying you should invest in rental properties or commercial properties or storage units or any of that. What we're saying is uh, you should always constantly keep your mind on how you're making your money, bringing money in, and then what you're doing with that money. So, you know, I will tell you a portion of what I do is, I mean, I got to go out and kill something, drag it back to the cave to make money in my business. Right. I turn around and try not to spend all that and use that to try to make a more passive income in some other way. And I'm constantly looking at ideas how to do that. So what you have is your main gig that brings money in. All right. That you got to show up in the hours got to be put in to, to get it. 
Like I'm always trying to make that more passive too, but I'm taking the money from that. I'm saving it a percentage of it. And I'm looking at ways I can try to reinvest that. Yep. So, you know, make sure you are, you are staying open-minded and having conversations about the same. Yeah. And, you know, get with your local real estate agent. You know, there's a lot of opportunities. Get with somebody who does investments, who is, you know, understands what kind of, you know, value they bring to someone's portfolio and you should always be building up that passive income period whether it's in real estate whether it's you know whatever it may be there always should be that thought process of how can i bring in additional stuff that is passive right be a partner in a business be a partner in this be a partner in that open up your doors because there's a lot of times it doesn't take a lot of money to get in somewhere yeah. Well, and then, and then to that, look, so where I live, my neighbors, I've become really good friends with three of my neighbors. Mm-hmm. All right. We basically have a text message chat that stays going. It's been going for well over a year now. All right. Very smart, all successful guys. Okay. But here's the interesting thing. They're, they're all older than me, all very successful. And they bounce and we bounce and ask more questions than when I didn't know half what I fucking know now. So right. my point is like, get around people who are also trying to be successful in whatever that definition is. And like, you'll notice it's not less questions. It's not more Google. It's more asking each other, Hey, what are you doing? What is this doing for you? You know, how is this happening? Smart people ask other smart people a lot of fucking questions so they can learn on subjects they don't know about. That's right. You know what I mean? Like even in just service providers, I'm not going to Google. I'm talking to them. Well, Hey, this guy did good. It's not also what you spend. It's the quality you're going to get. Right. Like, that's an important piece of all this too. Like you need to have friends in business. You know, I bounced, I just built a new logo for something yesterday and I bounced it off four people. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I want to see their initial reaction. I made two edits after that spot on now. Right. So like I'm asking more questions, not less questions. So get around a good group of folks that you depend on, that you know you can ask. They'll give you honest fucking opinions. And they're competent enough that you can receive their opinions well. That's right. And being able to edit where, need, where you need to edit. Yeah. So I'm all about it, bro. And people that have opportunities. Addison could send me a text, all right, tomorrow and says hey i got an investment opportunity you need to hear it i'm probably gonna tell him no not because i don't trust him just because i i'm not sure which way i want to move right now but i can fucking guarantee you that i'm gonna go okay let's hear about it i want to know what's going on maybe it just is so phenomenal i can't say no 
But I can go ahead and tell you right now, if he called me tomorrow or text me tomorrow and said that, hey, we need to go on the phone. We need to have lunch. I got something you need to look at about investing in. Okay, let's go on the calendar right now. Even though I know 99% more than likely I wouldn't do it. Just because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to spend my money right now. I want to stay focused on what I got going. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's and, the difference. Are we talking about a partnership right now? Are we doing this? No, no, no. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. No, right. I'm just using that as an example, right? Like a uh, salesperson calls about uh, a software service, something like that. And I'm probably not in the, you know, not in it, but I want to know what's going on. Dude, I jump on webinars all the time for different software products that probably could help my business, but already kind of have a solution of staying mm-hmm. open-minded to what's out there, what's out there, what could help me. I guess is the point I'm trying to make. That's probably a better way to put it than right. to, you know, the first example, but like, I'm always staying open-minded to that. Hey, I'm not looking to this, but I know it's going to be something I'm going to need a year or two from now. I want to go ahead and know what's going on out there. Right. Yeah. Get, get, get informed. That's right. Don't know. Get informed. That's right. All right. Got Bo on it for us. All right, folks. So at the end of every podcast, if you got something out of it, please share this thing. You know, we're, we're really trying to grow this out and not just, you know, not, not just because we want to hear our voices go everywhere, but for the simple fact, we want to help people. Um, both the businesses that we're in, this is why we got into those. They're both services. Um, and, you know, obviously we, we make money at what we do, but this is, this is a free podcast. You know, we have sponsorships, but those sponsorships don't necessarily pay us. Um, it's more so because we see value in what they do and we want to share the word. So uh, by helping us, you also help them. And I'm going to tell you how you can help them. So Jocko Fuel and Origin USA are sponsors of this podcast. Go check them out. Go to their website, Origin USA or JockoFuel.com, and go take a look and see what they have. You know, I think you'll be surprised. You may be able to find something on there that you actually enjoy and maybe, you know, show your ass off a little bit, you know, get it done. Maybe get some energy drinks while you're there, some healthy energy drinks, not the bullshit that you're drinking at QT. And, you know, when you go to your checkout, hit that grind 10. Type it in on your promo code and get yourself 10% off and enjoy what you get. Um, addition to that, folks, please give us some five stars, four stars, three stars, two stars, one stars, whatever you, whatever you feel valued, give us that. We're here to get better. We're here to do better. And uh, by sharing this podcast out to your friends and family, it allows us to uh, tickle their ears with a little bit of information as well. So thank you, folks. Much appreciated. And thank you a lot to those Australia folks. I'm, I'm, I'm so confused on how we got all the way out there. I'm not. We bring value. They appreciate the value. Yeah. So, folks, until next time, until next week, grind her out.